Welcome to the Imperfectly Perfect Campaign, sharing real-life stories from real people to unite them in global change for the face of mental health. We will also reduce the stigma, creating communication, healing, and awareness to save lives and inspire. Join us weekly as we talk to some of the highly acclaimed faces, influencers, experts, and others who have been through extreme adversity. Hello, we are delighted to be here this afternoon in the middle of Hollywood having a conversation about the Imperfectly Perfect campaign. The night before the inaugural event, the VIP event I must add, where we are all going to get together to celebrate and talk about the Imperfectly Perfect campaign. I am joined here with three guests and we're all going to talk a little bit about what Imperfectly Perfect means to us and of course about the campaign. So let's get started. Glenn, it's lovely to be here. I'm sure you're very excited and that surreal feeling that we are now all finally here. It is happening. Can you tell us a little bit about the Imperfectly Perfect campaign and how it came about? Yeah, sure. Well, it's uh, obviously a great pleasure to be back after a pandemic, four years. Uh, I used to come all the time. It was amazing. But Essentially, the Imperfectly Perfect campaign came about because I lost a friend's suicide several years before I went through mental health struggles with myself, with it being body dysmorphia. Um, and it's something that obviously the narrative around mental health needs to change. There's so many organizations out there. I reached out to so many and everybody said, thank you, but no, thank you. Obviously, a lot of advocates that want to make a change and a difference. So I could understand it. But with being from Yorkshire originally, I rolled my sleeves up and I essentially said, I'll show you. So what I went to do is I just thought, let's reach out to some of the world's biggest names and do it through a visual medium and start taking photography really serious and basically moved all the production out of the way, the lights, the cameras, and got them in a vulnerable state as to remember when they went through something and to share their story. And the whole premise behind Imperfectly Perfect campaign is changing the narrative around mental health one story at a time. And that's definitely something that I feel um, that you've captured really well and created, and I'm going to say, a safe space for people to share their stories. And the importance of that is huge for people to feel seen and heard. And obviously, I've worked over two decades in the mental health space, but something that I believe within this campaign, it's the integrity and the authenticity behind it. And really, if you could just mention for a moment or two why it's so important to build those authentic relationships and I think that's what makes this campaign different to others. It doesn't mean we've got four people here from all around the world that have yes. come together through integrity and through building and forming friendships and I think that's what we're missing when it comes to the mental health yeah. space. It's the human element. We need to take things back to basics. There are organizations that put so much funding and so much grants into research and I think it's incredible but what we are missing and especially through the last few years in the pandemic we're seeing it become an epidemic yeah. at an unprecedented rate. And it's who's speaking, who's listening. Yeah. All we're seeing is research and research. And I can attest to going through my struggles years ago, the last thing I wanted to do was go to a website and read yes. what my prognosis was, what was up with me, talking about medication. I went to see a psychologist at one point through body dysmorphia. They were trying to pertain it to something through my childhood. It wasn't. So quite frankly, it annoyed me. And that's one of the big, also the big things and the premises behind IPC, it's about do not stop. 
There are people around you and that's what we need to do. Bring it back to the human element yeah. of everything and get everyone talking. And I think what the pandemic's shown us and what I try to bridge that gap with IPC is talk to your neighbor, talk to your friend about it. People are often hiding. So with the Imperfectly Perfect campaign, sharing visual mediums of some of the world's biggest names, it's really open conversations because we look at people who are in entertainment, in sports, in the corporate world. We think their life's perfect, yeah. but yet they're a mother, they're a father, they're a husband, they're a wife, they're a son. Everybody goes through it. So the human element for me is everything about that piece of integrity that you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. And I truly believe it, it really comes through and it. And to be able to bring so many people together and um, to share their stories, all so different. And yet with the one message around change in the narrative of mental health and um, life is quite different now than what it was years ago. So even going forward, trying to support people with their mental health and their well-being, we have to do better. We have to think different and it has to be progressive, which is why these stories are so important. So I'm going to invite you, Christy, to talk a little bit about your story. If you could tell us first why it felt important for you to be part of this campaign and then a little bit about your story, but don't give too much away because people will have to get the book. Um, I joined it because it's just so true. Yeah. We're, we are living in a society where, you know, we're dictated by social media and where everything on social media looks perfect and everybody's striving for that perfect image, that perfect video, that perfect yeah. moment. Um, and, and really none of it's perfect. If you stop and think about it, it's one moment in the day and when was the last time you really saw anybody post anything of them having a bad day? Not very often, okay? And so when I, I met Glenn uh, on Met, on, on Clubhouse, we, we met. Social media. Social media. Which <laughs> so uh, has good uses too, but yes, it puts it on It does have its positives, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, don't get me absolutely. wrong. It, it does have its positives. Yeah. But when I met, when, when we first started talking, and I'm like, oh, that's great. Because I also think for young people today, and I'm in education, I work with young people, they are constantly bombarded with, who should I be? Yeah. How can I fit in? What do I need to do? What is this person, like, what is the societal norm? And then, oh, he's weird, or that's weird. Like, what is weird? What is What is normal, you know? And so for me, um, and one thing I did with them last year was like, I made them all explain what imperfectly perfect means to them and, you know, recorded a few of them. And I think it's really important because we are all perfect us. Yes. It's just like, we're like snowflakes. Mm -hmm. No one, no, no, you know, no two are the same. We are perfectly who we are meant to be. And once everybody else realizes that what society tells you, what your mom tells you, what your dad tells you, what Aunt Joan tells you, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And so when I wrote my chapter, I was actually in a really down place. And so when I started the chapter, you know, I, I felt defeated in that moment. And so it's about really a woman on a mission. If your mission is not strong enough when you're trying to to change the world or change something really 
really important to you, then you're not going to accomplish it yeah. because, you know, Glenn's mission for Imperfectly Perfect, my mission with youth, there it's so ingrained. We see it so clearly. We know that we have been called and our faith will not allow us to break. That does not mean though that there aren't those moments where, and I talk about it, like you're lonely. Yeah. There are those moments where, you know, you are defeated and you're giving a thousand percent, I say that, and you're like, one more uphill battle you have to, you know? And it's like, what is it gonna take? But at the end, the one thing that keeps you as that, that vision in your mind of what it's going to be mm-hmm. when you get yeah. to the finish line, or, I mean, there's never really a finish line, but, but what it, what you're, who you're gonna impact, what you're gonna impact. And that to me yeah. is so much, so, so much more important. And that's what keeps me going because the setbacks are there. The setbacks are always there, but when you recognize that they are setups yeah. for something greater, then it really and truly helps. I think, I think if I can just say, the, the whole cliche saying when people say it's not the result, the end result, yeah. it's the person you become, and you hear it, you see the quotes every other day from somebody and you're like, what? Until you go yeah. through it and it's the momentum you build and the mm-hmm. consistency. And I can sit here and say, these two incredible women are part of this book, which as we can just say, the book is a collective of 21 stories, mixture of ordinary people with ordinary jobs, including what media pertain to be celebrities as well. So we've got six of the world's biggest celebrities from all over the world. But again, it's like that husband, the wife thing. It's a title or a profession. And with this, what I wanted to do was essentially bring people together and remove titles or professions and go, Hold on a minute, Jeremy Jackson, he's known for Baywatch, what, like 1.1 billion views a week, everybody knows him in Hollywood, but yet, wow, his story. And then they'll read someone's like Leanne and they'll resonate and they'll take away that title or profession. But that's not to say this journey of producing the book, of building Imperfectly Perfect campaign. These two women have been on my journey for (laughs) how many years? Three now. Three, three years before we even Forever. did the book together and they were straight yeah. on board. They, they saw the mission and the legacy that was created, but we'd be on the phone all the time with several other people, like my wife, Kataria, she's my absolute rock, my two children, Lincoln and Leighton. And if it wasn't for them, when you've got a mission that's placed on your heart, yeah, it can make you crumble at times because you're dealing with anyone else's energy and then your mental health, there's the mm-hmm. physical work that goes in, there's then you've got to think about your mortgage, your your bills, and then you're helping everybody else. And so it's been a journey, but it does take a collective and people from the external might see an end result, all yeah. these celebrities, all these publicity, the book, the events, the summits, but I'm the first one and anyone can attest mm-hmm. to show transparency through yeah. everyone and just let them lead the way. Again, that's the magic behind this, your ability to do that, because not everybody has that. And I think that is why people are drawn to you and, you know, your faith in what you're doing and the energy around it is definitely testament to who you are. And again, even talking about mental health and well-being, it's so important who you surround yourself with Mm. and what you're reading and what you're listening to. And again, surrounding yourself with the right people 
and you have created a community of people here so that everybody knows who everybody is, yes. connecting with people and really being part of that, the bigger legacy, yeah. that imperfectly perfect. One more point there too is like for, you know, for Glenn, he had his family, you know, there. Now there's other people out there like myself and probably Leanne as right. well, yeah. who I had my family tell me I'm, I'm, I'm crazy or you're whacked in the head like when are you going to grow up when are you going to be responsible like mm -hmm. and and so when you have a mission on your heart yeah. like that and the people closest to you are like yeah. mm, I, I don't know about all this so it, it's even more because they they don't understand until you get to that to point that. and yeah, so and so that keep in so if anybody's going through that yeah. right now where they know in their heart what they want to do, but the people around them, you know, they love them, you know, but they're just not, you know, your biggest support. But not everybody understands, they and don't that's right. okay, but you, when you surround okay. yourself intentionally with the right people, right. I think that that's for what can make but the difference. But a lot of people stop, a lot of people yeah. quit because yeah. they can't, they can't, they, they can't handle that every day. And so I'm telling you, if you're you're out there right now, and and that's what's happening to you. I, you just need to keep yeah. keep stay the course. Stay the course. Yeah. You need those core people. That's I the thing. I mean, so. if it, if it wasn't for and I'll just say the the family that not believe you in stuff like that. If it wasn't for my wife believing in me and supporting at times, like I've often said, there'd be times where I jump on construction. So I left my career to start this and people don't realize that. I'm very transparent in saying it, but I jumped into construction as a laborer in my 30s. And from going from security in terms of fitness career to then casual and my wife predominantly like leading the way if there wasn't that support. So it does, it does take that core. 100%. So that's why I say my wife is my rock. <laughs> but then you've got these people around you as well. Yeah. Everybody else, even family from overseas, my family, where did you get this from, Glenn? Me and your dad aren't like this. Yeah. Like, where did you, and, and you laugh because you've heard it. It's, it's, it's similar things. <laughs> that's okay. That's... I think you've got to, and I suppose part of human nature is we are goal striving yeah. um, creatures. And then for our, our health and well-being, it's really important um, to have hope and purpose. Yeah. And I think the IPC campaign provides all of that. Um, Leanne, we're going to hear a wee bit from you. Mm -hmm. yeah, um, I'm going to ask you the same thing, I suppose. Um, tell us a wee bit why it was important to be part of the Imperfectly Perfect campaign oh, and a bit about your yeah. chapter, but not all. Again, people right, have to read course. it. Well, Tell let me them start. how we met first. Yeah, oh, wow. That's, that's exactly where I was going. Like, let me just, like, because everyone from was just start. discussing. Yeah. So, um, and um, it, it was, uh, I say, a fluke accident. It was not an accident. No, it, it was, was coincidence, not a coincidence, because I don't necessarily believe in coincidences. It was a synchronicity, in my opinion. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza. Absolutely. Or anybody, yeah. Um, he was like the catalyst, which just kind of opened my mind. I was going through, been through, maybe still going through, just um, a lot of health things in life and what have you. Um, and I'd been through uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza's program, long story short, um, came home and I felt like the, the like isolation and loneliness all over again. And I'd been particularly sick that day and I was literally, <laughs> Um, first in my bed, like scrolling on my phone, just trying to see if there's a, you know, anything related to Dr. Joe Dispenza that was local. Cause it was like, I was silently reaching out for help. 
because I knew like being that was not going to be a good idea. Imperfectly perfect campaign pops up in my newsfeed. I'm like, what is that? Because I've been talking about not imperfectly perfect, but being perfectly imperfect for years on social media and so forth. Anyway, looked into it, literally um, ended up on the YouTube channel. And um, I joke about this, but it's reality. <laughs> was, you know, uh, of course, I was re-energized. I'm like, oh my God, these are my people. Like, he's my per these are my people. Of course, I didn't know Glenn at all. And I started vacuuming, which is kind of a joke, but I was vacuuming out of like excitement, frustration, emo you know, the whole thing. And immediately I just signed up for, um, um, I guess, to share my story. And we, first, yeah, we connected. Um, and in, in a, just in the way that it's supposed to be, I guess, the mm -hmm. way things are supposed to happen, we just, we just like, I, I get it. Like, I get you, you know, we get it. Yes. And there's not a lot of people out there um, that I personally connected with that get it on, on that depth of a level. And so we met through Dr. Joe Dispenza. Mm -hmm. You, Dr. Joe, yes. honestly, really and truly. Um, but in a, in a strange sense, Glenn and IPC, I mean, it's, I don't want to say it saved my life, but yeah, yeah probably, yeah. probably has multiple times. Um, so thank you. You're welcome. I mean, like I mean that, honestly, thank you. Um, but so many things that Chrissy, you were talking about, um, and I will get to the whole story thing, but um, I agree. I have a 21, well, I have a 24 and 21 year old, 24 year old son and 21 year old daughter. The social media, the pressure about having to have this or have these clothes or look this way, just all of it. It is, I mean, it's gut wrenching, you know, just being on the outside looking in. And um, my daughter is beautiful um, inside and out. I don't mean beautiful on the outside, she is, mm -hmm. but she's just a beautiful person. Mm -hmm. And, um, but the, yeah, the pressure, and that's why Imperfectly Perfect just, I mean, just, mm -hmm. it's just, strike because it's it leads to unfortunately the consequences body dysmorphia anorexia bulimia you know the whole thing um and uh my, i have more than one story but the story i wrote about in the book the crazy thing is glenn and i were talking about it and i said oh absolutely no i i no way i could share that story because it was one of those stories that i just like it was in the past, okay, it was in the past. I, you know, worked through it, dealt with it, and so forth. Um, learned a million things, and it was just going to stay there. And then we were talking about it, and I was like, definitely not. And I think less than 24 hours, I reached out to him and said, shoot, because I don't want to do it. Because it was taking me so long to tell me what the story was. Oh, this it, took was the thing. it took three weeks. And I was like, just tell me. Yeah. And she was oh, like, sorry. you might think different of me. Yeah. So I said, I will yeah, not. And then she not. told me, and I was like, it makes me like you more. Yeah. Because what you can do with that story is open the doors for women who have gone through the same oh, experience wow. yeah. and help them. Yeah. And then she was straight on board. And this yeah. is the thing about the connection. Yeah. We yeah. spend every other day on a voice note, like right. with you, like with you. And that's the community. Right. That's just mental health. It's like one yeah. word of wisdom or encouragement can change your whole Everything. day. And I, I think sometimes with these big organizations, there's a lot of predominantly focus on these mental health days or awareness months, which I think is great to start the conversation. However. But each and every day with a community, yes. 
that is essentially not about you have to pay for a course, you have to do this, you have to do that. It's a simple what? Yeah. Two right. two minute voice note. Everybody knows Glenn as the voice note guy. That's yeah. like that's the thing, isn't it? It's like yeah. Leanne it's could be going to through hear a voice, I suppose. That's, and there's there definitely is something through the pandemic. Yeah. 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 Like we've got yeah. I, I was something. bottom line, I was full of like literally I was stuck in that shame and blame cycle. Not necessarily when we talked about the book, but maybe, and I hadn't quite recognized that. Maybe I didn't work through it completely. Um, yeah. And so I wrote, yeah, I wrote the story that uh, I never in a million years would have thought I would put out to the world, but it is out there. And I, I mean, I have peace with it. Um, I just, the biggest thing is I just well pray that, that the right person or right mm. people see it, read it, that can give them hope yes. because it was um, um, it, still yeah. to this day. It, it, it's it's a story that will, and you know, it definitely will in the U.S. will affect me until yeah. the end of time. And I just want other women um, to know that it's like it's not the end of the world. Like you can rise back up. Yes, absolutely. I think and, that's and, really important for people oh, to know yeah, that's and the, the vulnerability in you. Can, and I, I suppose it's for everybody. The the vulnerability of being perfectly imperfect and sharing your story with the faith. And I'm going to say the knowing because there's a knowing behind this mm -hmm. that it will reach the people that need to read it, that need to understand it. Even the podcast yep. as well. The right people will hear it. And you've mentioned absolutely. Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I know yes. that you've interviewed him on the podcast as well. Yeah. But it takes all of that to resonate with people. And the beauty in your vulnerability makes you even more beautiful than you already are, as if that's possible. Well, it's a but beautiful it's really chapter good. then. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It's but it's Society has changed people's perception of going. Yeah. Those things that are imperfect about us, we hide because society yes. has indoctrinated us to think it's shame. But those are our superpowers that can help other people. And so our like environment, I think, and maybe past beliefs or limiting beliefs, I think, all yep. come into that as well. Yep. And it seems to be a collective. But see, the minute you recognise it or understand it or have a conversation like this right. around it, it just straight away brings your power back to understand, well, I, I actually like that. I'm going to say quirky, but it's actually my imperfections. That yeah. quirky side of me that not everybody gets, but it is perfectly imperfect and yeah. let's talk about but it. But it doesn't need to be about this society of money and no. power and what you can do. So this and was started like without resources. Everybody knows yeah, that. Exactly. Nothing behind it. This guy, not qualified in what he did, didn't know anything about PR, didn't know nothing in marketing. I was in fitness, jumped in construction, learned it, working 12 hours a day, six, seven days a week, up all night on the computer after I'd spent a little time with my wife and kids, which I'm glad everything's going good now because <laughs> like doing that is a lot of sacrifice and people don't realize it Absolutely, because they see yeah. the end result. And then it started blowing up really, really fast. But again, it's it was never led with money. No. Like I was pouring into it because I had to, but everyone was like, is it a non-for-profit? Is it a charity? And something always told me no. Every time I was looking into it, something happened yeah. and I was like, maybe it's not meant to be. I then got a job during the pandemic with a non-for-profit and saw a lot of the political stuff behind it, which confirmed to me it was never meant to be. Yeah. Did that make it harder? Yes, because <laughs> you know that you need money to make things happen. However, we've come to five years, there's been social media 365 days a year, there's been events, the pandemic, we brought some of the biggest celebrities on events for free yeah. because they believed in it so much. 
We've done a book series now. Um, we've just been to Dubai speaking about it and all the things that have come from it. And someone once told me, and it was probably you, Christy. Um, <laughs> she told me two things, and I want to say because they're really important. One of the things was, you know, when people regret things when they're older? Yeah. One of the things that she told me, because I always had the analogy of, you know, the meme where there's a guy who's digging for gold and he gives up just before oh, he gets the gold. gold. Yeah. Christy told me something better. She said, the day that you pass over and you meet God at the pearly gates, she said, and then you see someone to the side of him. And then you're introduced to that person. And that person is essentially who you could have become if you had never stopped. And I was like, wow. wow. So good. I continued. And then I think it was a very good friend of faith turned around and said, did you know that God doesn't call the qualified? He qualifies those who are called for missions. Ooh. And that is testimony to God, I say, because I this is a guy who didn't know anybody yeah. or anything. And look where it is. Do you believe then the faith? I'm going to say as well, your great and determination around this is huge and it's commendable. And that is, again, what sets us out apart from others as well. And none of this is for personal gain. It's for impact. It's for kind of creating different conversations around mental health. But that unwavering faith in what you're doing definitely, um, do you believe, has brought the right... I'm going to say yes, because obviously we're all sitting here, but it's brought the right people to you and bringing forward the campaign, really. And at this stage, I know you're saying, and the big event tomorrow um, to celebrate the five years in, I believe it's just going to get bigger because it's taken a different stand and different conversations around mental health that need yeah. to happen, Glenn. It's just mind-blowing, isn't it? And I'll pass it over to you. But when, when you think about it, like I say, this guy who's not qualified, who didn't have a network, didn't know nothing, and within the first year it blew up, it went on every single channel in Australia, then to America, then I got flown to America. All these celebrities got a part of it. I went on a show with a good friend of mine, Rob Mack, and his host, his sidekick, is um, presenter, host, whatever you call them, see. Um, <laughs> Jeslyn, absolutely amazing. And I was so lost on camera because she asked me one question and it was live and I never even in a million years thought about it. She said, so it's got some of the world's biggest names who have got behind you and they trust you, Glenn. They trust you with their story. And I was like, like a rabbit caught in there. Like, I was like, how, uh, 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 yes, like, but it's just, I think when you're led by the heart yeah. and it's not the led integrity. by, when you mention yeah. personal gain or anything like that, it's not being led by that. It was like, mm. if it was, I don't think I'd still be here five years later yeah. doing what I did because essentially I never used to, brand myself. Nobody knew who was behind the IPC for a long time until it started blowing up and corporate people was like, who do we get? Who do we book? Yeah. Who do we deal with? And I think that's when me and Christy met, when you first met me. Mm -hmm. I always say now I'm nice. I'm not naive. But Christy can probably attest when I started this thing, I was quite naive, wasn't I? I didn't know a lot. Like none of us do. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> evolved, but you know, you know what I'm saying though? Like it's, it's a learning process. So have you been able to watch, I suppose, it evolve as well as Glenn oh, right. personally, yeah. but the campaign is well, just really... It's funny because when he and I first started, because I have a foundation, and so he was going back and forth between, is it a foundation? Should I make it a foundation? Yeah. Shouldn't I make... And I'm like, you know, and, and so we were talking about it. And, and then one of my mentors said to me, and he's like, he said, if you want to do a small good, you start a foundation, you do a non-for-profit. If you want to do a large good, you do a for-profit. Yeah. And it stuck with me for a really long time because he's like, Christy, why do you have to feel guilty 
about making money. The more money you make, the more people you help. I agree. It's your an cause is big. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Your cause is big. What you want to do is big. Yeah. You need to learn how to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Wow. And you're not doing it. And I was like, well, boom. And, and she was, used to share these wisdoms, these yeah. nuggets of wisdom with yeah, you. Nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> so that's what okay. I was yeah. tell him. And, and the story he told you about the thing, the, um, you know, seeing God in, in, in heaven. I didn't make that. I wish I wish that came from me. It actually came from Les Brown that oh, I was yes. on a call with him. And I was like, like, I was just taken aback by it. But the thing is that I wanted to say is the stories in this book, like last night I got on the plane to come here and I literally sat down. I started reading it. I'm like, okay, you know, <laughs> I couldn't, I could not put it down. Yeah. I had to put it down because I had to change flights. But it's impactful. But it is. And so not only do I feel that someone's going to resonate with a story, yes. I could resonate with every single yes. story exactly. in some you way. Same in there. Every yeah. word, like every, yeah. exactly. But in a different also, way, it could, in a different way. Different. Maybe not my exact situation, right. but yeah. like but I each get story, those feelings. Yeah. I, get those emo- I get, yeah, I get it. it. It wasn't so much that I related to the exact scenario that happened in every story, but it was the feelings, it was the emotions that resonated with me. Just like yeah. hard, every single one. So the truly it is, again, nuggets of wisdom, and I'm going to use that as well, um, to write the book that you really just could. And what I love about this book, and definitely um, part of it as well, is you could pick it up at any time and open at a chapter and take from it what you need in that moment. Or if you're looking for a bit of inspiration or motivation, you can you can pick it up and just let it resonate mm-hmm. and share the stories. Yeah, and I was going to add, even like men or women stories are related to both. So it's, you know, like the Jeremy Jackson, you know, are related to the the addiction, like yeah. what he went through. So yeah, it's not gender specific. And I think that the other important part is, even if you haven't gone through yes. the story, what it does is it educates you on what it felt like for mm-hmm. that person to go through that situation. I mean, really and truly, you feel the story of what is being said. You really, really do. Like, I felt that moment when when Jeremy was literally, like, going back and forth between, like, I, I need to be doing this. I need to be beautiful, but I, I'm I'm a, I'm addicted, and you feel like um, I don't remember off the top of my head the the story of of you know where that moment of being and I don't want to give it away, so that's why I'm kind of pausing. <laughs> but like you literally feel what though what they're saying you feel but not even overcome but even with your story i felt you in those situations like that you're in again i'm not i'm not saying what (laughs) the situation is simply i was in the kitchen with you yes like yeah i can say that yeah you know i was in the like when that i was in the in the car with you at that moment and like I think that that is is really the key thing because books come you know coming up but when you can actually feel each person I cried I, I think I cried almost in, in almost every mm-hmm. single story 
Uh, I think I did. And it's not a sad book. Don't no, get me wrong. No. It's not a sad book. It just covers every single thing. So it goes from there is trauma, yeah. there is addiction, yeah. there's body dysmorphia, there's grief, there's there's first generation immigrants, so cultural. Yeah. So there's... really embrace all that you are. Is that there's the love. message that's, that's coming thing. through? So the start of the book is obviously just dispelling all the things that we've got to be perfect and yeah. then essentially saying this book just read it with caution because there may be trigger points and we always make sure like yeah. our, our good friend like i was saying earlier rob mike um positive psychologist or clinical psychologist that come forwards with these books so that we make sure that everything's yes in, uh, and i never like to say a safe space but for a but it needs to be really so. because of the vulnerability in it as well. And if you're sitting on your own reading it. However, I believe the message then that comes through is the resilience and the strength to be imperfectly perfect, to live your life, learn, learn. And then mm. we can maybe go forward now and support the future generations. I mean, you talked about your kids mm. when people are yeah. going to read this. Mm -hmm. um, it's future proofing, hopefully, um, the mental health and well-being of a lot of people. So the legacy that this will leave. Mm -hmm. But I think huge. people yeah. need to realize, sorry, Leanne, I just no, want no, to no, say no. for oh. these two ladies, for anyone that stepped forward, this is not like a local book. This is international. Absolutely. Global. And that's a big thank yeah. you, a global, global. Big, a big thank you to the celebrities. So you've yeah. got Angelica Bridges, you've got Kate Nielsen, Sam Wuchin, Jeremy Jackson. Mm -hmm. You've got so many, Billy Dibb, who's yes. two times boxing world Absolutely. champion. Um, and then you've got your everyday people who have stepped forward and yeah. shared that vulnerability. Now mm -hmm. that on a global scale, Huge. like when Leanne took so long to even tell me yeah. to then step forward and go, oh my God, and then You've, you've, you've got Karen Ledbury, big Australian name back in the, uh, obviously Australia. Can I give <laughs> a shout out Karen Weaver's in it too? My Karen, exactly. So yeah, just just say a couple just of the names in the that back. are in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, Kim Summers Eglis, that's me and my names again. Um, there's loads of people, Angelica Bridges, uh, Claire Smith, um, Roxanne's in it as well. So I mean, it's so diverse. Yep. It is so diverse. And you, um, I suppose, have encouraged everybody to tell their truth in their way, in their own words. And that is why it's resonating. And I think that's why people are going to um, to really um, take what they need from this book. So it's been an absolutely amazing conversation with us all. It has. Can I say one thing? Absolutely. Just to kind of summarize yeah. this whole experience. Um, to me, it, it we've all shown up raw, real, yeah vulnerable, like spilling our hearts, putting it out there, kind of like you said before, to create the safe space for somebody else that might read the book or hear our words to feel safe and, and begin talking about what they might be Absolutely. going through. And I could, I mean, that's Absolutely. all attributed to yeah. I'm bringing the community together. Yes. Okay. This is reality Definitely. TV. It absolutely is. <laughs> and I think going forward, we need to reframe it as that as well. Yeah. So what an amazing conversation. And we've got some lovely news at the end of this as well. Glenn, would you like to talk just for one second about another special book that has come out? Yeah, so that was something special because of my child, Lincoln. So we sat down together and we wanted to bring the younger generations. Like you were saying, yep. you've got daughter, exactly. I've got two kids, yes. Lincoln yep. and Leighton. Um, and there's so many yourself, yep. you've got kids. Lincoln's coming to that age at school where everyone's looking at each other, thinking they may be different, teenage years. Yeah. So we sat down and I wanted to tell the premise of a story and there's an underlying message for adults that Lincoln's walking home one day. I don't want to give too much away, but essentially the underlying message is 
for the adult in that he gets granted one wish from a genie, but he thinks it's stupid because he's a teenager. But then when he asked the genie, so I'm going to tell you a little bit anyway, because it's amazing and you can read it over and over for kids. But the, the, the genie pops out, grants him a wish or asks him what wish he wants. And he said, I wish everyone could be their self. Everyone could just say their truths. Wow. And essentially over the coming weeks, what happens is Lincoln comes out of his shell, yeah. starts being himself. Everyone notices. So they start sharing their truths again, like in Perfectly Perfect. Yeah, yeah. And at the end, a couple of weeks later, he's walking through a quarry. He sees the lamp again. He rubs it. Genie pops out and he just wants to thank him. Thank you for granting my wish. And the genie turns around and said, I never granted your wish. It was within you at all this time. What a message. And that's the underlying yeah, message for adults yeah, as well. So absolutely. they can read the kids and ask them what it yeah. means to them being happy with yourself but an adult what do we do we lose the ability to realize everything's within us and we can make that change what a message and bring it through to the next generation as well again the legacy around that so absolutely amazing um, I'm sure you'll all agree what an amazing conversation that we have just had. And um, I suppose the message coming through all of this is show up every day for yourself and embrace being perfectly imperfect. To find out more about the Imperfectly Perfect campaign and how you can get involved, simply head to our official website at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org or email us today at info at imperfectlyperfectcampaign.org to speak to one of the team. The Imperfectly Perfect campaign is creating awareness and is not a substitute for professional advice. Should you need help, please refer to your nearest crisis number.